Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, Kitty Patrick is a health information officer. She's with Cancer Research UK, and she's going to slightly concern you now if you're sitting down to a big fry. Uh, Kitty, good morning. Good morning. Katie, red meat in particular, um, the old pork coming in for a bit of a bashing this morning. Uh, research has been done and it doesn't reflect very positively on even one rasher of bacon. Yes, yeah, so we've known for a few years now that um, processed meat and red meat are linked to bowel cancer. Um, and this study that's been released today looked at half a million people in the UK and they found that the risk of bowel cancer starts to increase from about 25 grams of processed meat a day. So that's roughly around a rasher of bacon. That's an incredibly small amount of meat and most people would be eating more than that. They'd probably have two rashers per meal. They might have three meals during the course of the week that would have bacon uh, within it. Are we, are we just talking about pork products or red meat in general? No, so we're talking about processed meat and red meat generally, so it's not exclusively pork. Um, so, yeah, what it's shown is kind of no matter how much red or processed meat you're currently eating, um, if you make some small changes um, and swap things about in, in your kind of day-to-day meals, you can reduce your bowel cancer risk. This is not good news for the farming industry. And from time to time, we do get a report or a conversation in the news that reflects very negatively on red meat. Then that conversation disappears again. There'll be those who'll be saying, this is nothing new. But, you know, if we're we're, we're not eating red meat, something else is going to kill us. Yeah, so what this study looked at, the new thing with this one is the kind of amount at which the risk started to increase. Um, So that's sort of 25 grams a day, um, particularly for processed and red meat. So um, what we're kind of talking to people about is how they can make small changes to their diet. So it's not about kind of going vegetarian overnight or anything like that or never having red or processed meat again. It's a kind of small shift thinking about maybe having kind of fresh chicken or fish instead of some of the kind of processed and red meat that you'd normally have. So when you say the processed meats, what are you what are you really talking about? Anything that comes in a tin or slices of ham that are long, you know, that are long life? Is, 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 give me examples of what, what we shouldn't yeah. Be eating that we see on the supermarket so shelf? Yeah, it's things like sausages, bacon, salami, burgers, kind of ready meals with meat in them, things like that, where it's kind of, it's not fresh red meat, if that makes sense. Uh, it's a really concerning because the vast majority of people will have a considerable amount of red meat in their routine at the moment. Yeah, so it's just kind of the reason we're talking about it is just so that we can kind of make people aware and, you know, 
give people a chance to reflect on kind of how much they're having and how often and what kind of changes they could make to their diet to kind of start to cut down and reduce their risk of bowel cancer. And just a line on the really high quality, high end steaks that people maybe enjoy once, once a week. What's the outcome on the like of that form of red meat? So the kind of organic and more expensive meats, often it's kind of, you see them advertised as maybe being a healthy alternative. They're not necessarily any healthier um, in terms of your cancer risk. So actually, instead of maybe switching to the pricier options, you'd kind of be better off thinking about switching to perhaps some kind of fresh chicken or fish or maybe some pulses instead. So fresh chicken as opposed to chlorinated chicken or any of these uh, chickens that have been uh, sitting there for for a considerable amount of time in, in, in some freezer. Yeah, so fresh chicken, um, so that hasn't been kind of processed or anything like that. And it's, I know we're now preaching what has been preached before, but new research has been done that reinforces the, I suppose, the, the epistle of the, of the past. The rest of the diet, you're saying we should be taking uh, maybe some fresh chicken, taking some, taking some fish, uh, the, the, the pulses and the beans and whatever. Um, f- food might begin to become boring for, for some people. Have you, have you any other uh, uh, suggestions? Uh, like, I, I presume porridge and cereal and things like that are, are pluses. Is there anything else that's not crossing my mind at the moment? Yeah, so it's kind of, I mean, it's that thing of, you know, using it as an opportunity perhaps to try some new recipes with these other things in. Um, it's easy to kind of get into a bit of a, get into habits of eating the same things. In terms of what you can kind of eat more of, um, we know that by eating more fiber, you can um, reduce your risk of bowel cancer. So if you think about kind of your everyday carbohydrates, things like bread, pasta, rice, um, by sort of switching to the brown or whole grain alternatives, um, you can kind of reduce your risk of bowel cancer that way as well. You see, you're with a leading charity. You're not with an environmental group or the Vegan Society. You're with Cancer Research UK. The the farmers who are listening are going to be thinking, we can't take any more of this. Yeah, I mean, it's just, we kind of have to responsibly report what the research is telling us. So it's important that people are aware of these risks. Um, People can then kind of evaluate how that, you know, what changes they might make. And we're not suggesting that people kind of make big you know need to make a big shift or go vegetarian or anything like that it's about the kind of small changes in your day-to-day life and and kind of cutting down and and switching to different things okay very informative kitty thanks for coming on thank you very much thank Thank you you. very much kitty patrick health information officer cancer research uk and that slice of bacon that's calling out to you on the plate sizzling as you look at it it mightn't be the best idea, going by what Kitty's saying. Uh, this is the U105 phone-in. Uh, good morning. Your opinions are always, of course, very welcome. It's meat love. Took the words right out of my mouth. It's what you're putting into your mouth that we're talking about at the moment because apparently, according to Cancer Research UK, it is a worry if you're eating too much red, we- red meat, in particular the, the bacon, the processed meat, the burgers, the sausages. Uh, a- any form of red meat really is, is an issue if you're consuming uh, too much of it. And even small amounts, apparently, can begin to sow the seeds of doubt in your health when it comes to bile cancer. I want to speak to Anne, who's given us a ring about this. Uh, Anne, good morning. Hello, Frank. <laughs> I am phoning in to say there's an alternative. Um, I bought Finnebrogue bacon this week for the first time ever, and it is totally nitrate-free. It's the nitrates that cause the cancer. And Finnebrogue is actually a local company. 
Uh, I think they're in Downpatrick. They're sort of famous for uh, venison, uh, things like that. So um, actually, you can still enjoy bacon uh, without the health risk. Yeah, I must say, I don't have the lady from Cancer Research still on the line to check if there's wisdom in what you're saying. If you remove the nitrates, <laughs> do you automatically avoid the concern of having uh, some uh, cancer in, in, in the future. Uh, you don't have an association with this company, obviously, because you, you're not even sure. Oh, sh- certainly not. Yeah, you're, no, not, you're no. not even sure where, where they're based. <laughs> but but you're, you're taking it. You're, you're taking it for granted that if there's no nitrates, there's no cancer risk. Well, if you read the blurb on it, and I actually went on the internet, because you have to spend a wee bit extra for it, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, but you don't get any of that awful white sort of deposit when you cook it. Uh, it doesn't shrink, and there's very little fat on it. So obviously you wouldn't be eating packets of it, but <laughs> it's, it's a healthy alternative if you want a nice Ulster fry. Is it tasty stuff? It's lovely, and as I say, it doesn't shrink. It's I would say it's bacon as it's meant to be from years ago. (laughs) Mm. Now, you mentioned the Ulster Fry generally, and we're talking this morning about health. I suppose people are having an Ulster Fry once, I don't know, once a a season. If you had four Ulster Fries a year, you're probably not going to do yourself any harm at all. If you have an Ulster Fry once a month, that's 12 Ulster Fries a year, you're probably thinking, "Mm, well, that's a bit of fat content. But if you're you're along the lines of having an Ulster Fry once a week, I would say you're beginning to eat in a very un, un, unhealthy way. Would you would you accept my analysis of this, or do you think an Ulster fry is something that you could even go for a couple of times a week? Oh, no, it's a treat. I stick to the brown flakes, semi-skimmed milk, nice orange. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You see, you you are a bit of a, a health freak, and I, I love this. And this is why you've looked into this Finnebrog fin- <laughs> uh, content, and you yeah. you you reckon you reckon really it's a major plus. We should be publicising a local company that has went out of its way to produce something healthy. Yeah, absolutely. If they, if they, if that's what they've done, I know nothing about the the, the product that you're talking about. Uh, but it's well worth looking into. Uh, the question is, if you take the nitrates, and we'll try and get a hold of the lady from Cancer Research UK and ask that question to her. Uh, if you take the nitrates out of red meat, does that automatically mean that red meat is no longer any form of health hazard? Uh, Finnebrog, um, just to let you know, they they make uh, products like sausages and burgers for uh, UK retail including for Marks and Spencers, for Asda and for Waitrose. And they uh, do make nitrate-free bacon. This is for the mass market. They've been doing it since 2018. And uh, cancer specialists apparently uh, say nitrate-free alternatives are safer and should be more widely used. Uh, The British Meat Processors Association uh, said nitrates are used in curing meats to help preserve them and to add flavour and they are authorised additives. So they are, you're entitled to use them, but they are authorised. But according to cancer specialists, nitrate-free is better. And Finnebrug, as Anne is saying, is nitrate-free. So at least there's something you can look towards, you can look towards, but you can do your own research. Don't, don't take either Anne's guidance or my guidance on the future of your own health. And make your decisions as you please. With regards to an Ulster Fry, how many times in your year 
do you reckon it is okay to eat an Ulster fry? I'm going for, I, I'm okay, like, I don't want to go down the road of whether I eat meat or not is irrelevant, but I do eat Ulster fries, you know, and I, I don't actually eat meat, but the, the thing is, I do eat Ulster fries with the added, the added bonus of meat, a meat-free product that looks like a sausage or looks like a piece of bacon. So, uh, I don't know if it's healthy for me or not. The reality is, an Ulster fry, I would have them about four times a year. Do you have, and I've, I've got friends who have them every Sunday. They think, oh, it's just Sunday morning, it's Ulster Fry morning. And they have them with the full bacon and the, you know, the soda bread and the beans and the black pudding. Their whole shooting gallery is there and the two big eggs. And I was looking actually at a menu and it was, it was in a... It was in a restaurant. It was one of those handouts. You know where they, they hand it out to you in the street, like a menu where you can you can go and visit the restaurant if you wish. And they were belly busters. There was a, a guy in this, I can't think of the name of the restaurant, but it was a belly buster that you could eat. An Ulster fry with double helpings of Ulster fry. And it was only £4.50. You know, <laughs> that's bound to kill you. Okay, if you do it once a year, you're probably all right. Or, or are you? A belly buster Ulster fry. Talk me through the attraction of eating that sort of food. Feel free. 02890-3310. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Five.